Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Joy podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Curry. And today we're going to talk about the seasons of life. On Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it says, To everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. That chapter goes on to say that God has made everything beautiful in its own time. But what does that have to do with the changing of times of our lives and the seasons? I am almost to the empty nest season and I am now also looking at getting married soon and so many things are changing. So many things are in an upheaval, but you know what? God's got it all. We're going to talk about change. We're going to talk about hormonal change and changing roles. And we're going to talk about how God is in the midst of all of this. So pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started. Many of you may be like me and perimenopausal or menopausal and dealing with things like hot flashes and night sweats and insomnia, mood swings and that spare tire, that man, that pooch, it's a real thing. I've been working out very consistently for years, but just seems like recently I have this spare tire, this pooch that I cannot get rid of. And wow, it is so incredibly frustrating. And along with hormonal changes and stress from planning a wedding and kids growing up and starting their own lives, there is a bit of a letdown. If any of you have kids that have left home and are just feeling like your roles are changing. It can be sad. It can be a time of uncertainty and and not knowing kind of where you fit in, just a real transition time. And for me right now, that is a huge upheaval as I am anticipating getting married and how my relationship with my fiance will change and having him in my home full time will change our relationship and and the roles that we have and getting used to being around someone 24/7 it's a lot did you know that god promises to satisfy our mouth our necessity and our desires at our personal age and situation with good so that our youth is renewed It is like the eagle's strong, overcoming, soaring. That's what God promises. He promises to be with us at each step of the way. And as we are facing different changes and our bodies are changing and we're having to deal with different hormonal imbalances, God is there. I have been kind of on this journey of learning more about hormonal balance or imbalance and how to get it back in balance. And I've been doing a little research about the different hormones that we have surging through our body and the effect that stress has on our bodies. Did you know that stress 
causes your body to produce cortisol. And that cortisol, it is produced by the adrenal gland. When we're under chronic stress, as many of us are, it's what we need to buffer that stress. That's why our body produces it. But unfortunately, that causes an imbalance in our other hormones. It causes us to have estrogen at an unhealthy level. Estrogen is kind of known as the bad guy when it comes to weight, mood, and risk for disease. Estrogen imbalance causes us to hold on to fat and fluid and also is associated with certain neurochemicals that cause us to feel more anxious, depressed, or at least irritable (laughs) and have mood swings. Progesterone is the good guy when it comes to weight loss or monitoring your weight, managing your weight, mood, and overall health. It's associated with GABA, which is a neurochemical that's that soothing, relaxing neurochemical that helps us to sleep. It's our fat burner, our diuretic, and helps us to control our weight and our blood pressure. So when cortisol disrupts this balance, it actually messes with our ability to produce progesterone. Well, because our body is trying to deal with the stress, it produces cortisol. And if it doesn't have enough because we are chronically stressed, it steals what it needs from our progesterone to convert it to cortisol. And so that's how we get into this imbalance of our hormones as women. We have then less progesterone and more estrogen, or we are estrogen dominant. This causes a whole bunch of issues with varying PMS and uh, menopausal symptoms, Things like hot flashes, night sweats, depression, anxiety, and mood swings, heavy or missed periods, endometriosis, acne, ovarian cysts, and fibroids, on and on and on. It's such a big issue that I feel like it needed to be addressed today. There are so many things that attribute to our having this imbalance. It's not just being stressed out, it can actually be from things like artificial light, from electromagnetic fields that are set forth by computers, toxins in our food. If we're dealing with pain or just a lack of sleep, it causes our body to be stressed. Sickness is another thing that can cause stress in our bodies. So what do we do? How do we combat that? I talked a few weeks ago about peace and finding peace. And it's so important for us to take some time every day to get some fresh air, to walk in nature. These are known ways to reduce stress. Making sure that you get enough sleep and that you have good sleep hygiene That may sound like a funny term, and I'd never heard of that until uh, I was in school. And one of the physicians I was working with was always talking to the patients about good sleep hygiene. And basically, that means having a routine centered around bedtime that is conducive to you 
having good sleep and being able to fall asleep easily. This may include not eating late into the evening. At least a couple hours before you go to bed, you shouldn't be eating anything. And then make sure that as you approach bedtime, you have less blue light, which is computers and TV and that sort of thing. Your body naturally produces something called melatonin. Melatonin is a chemical that is released by your pineal gland when your eye has less light hitting the back of the retina. Now, before the age of electric lights and televisions and electronic things like computers and cell phones, we naturally would become sleepy when we had less light from the sun going down hitting the back of our retinas. And as the less light hits the back of our retinas, our body then produces melatonin. These days we have pills that we can take to help us get sleepy because we are so inundated with all this light as the evening time approaches. The other thing that this doctor and researchers have said to do is if you do not fall asleep within the first 20 minutes of laying down, get up out of bed. Don't allow your body to just lay there in bed because you basically are training your body not to sleep while it lays down. In order to break this cycle, you should get up out of bed and go to sit upright in a chair and read, read a book, listen to some music, but avoid any kind of computer screen or cell phone, that sort of thing. That's why I say read a book. Obviously, you're going to need some light on if you're going to do that, but spend 20 minutes or so reading a book or meditating or listening to some music, just relaxing, and then come back to bed again and try to go back to sleep. Basically, if you don't fall asleep, and again, the next 20 minutes, you're supposed to repeat this pattern until you actually go to sleep. And stick with it, because if you continually have this routine where you are not going to bed and not spending time in bed watching TV, they really even say you shouldn't read in bed, which is something I love to do. But if you have trouble sleeping, you're supposed to be up upright in another room and then only use your bed for sleeping, not being on your computer or your phone or watching TV or movies, which I'm very guilty of. (laughs) So if you have that issue with sleep, that is one thing that they recommend. The other thing is to obviously reducing caffeinated beverages or any kind of stimulant closer to bedtime. If you know you're sensitive to caffeine, I for a long time I couldn't have any caffeine past noon. I guess I've gotten used to more and more caffeine and so I can have caffeine later in the day. But for many years, I if I drank caffeine past noon, I would not be able to sleep well at night. And then another thing you can do is make sure your room is cold. They find that people sleep better in a cold room. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be cold. Your bed can be warm, but just have fresh, cool air in your room. They have also done studies that show if you get too hot at night, you're more likely to have nightmares, which I thought was very interesting too. This also goes along with, I don't know if you've ever had a fever 
and had bad dreams while you are sick and bed with a fever. I've definitely had that myself. The other thing I wanted to discuss about health and hormone balance is the importance of circadian rhythms, which is our sleep-wake cycle, but also that your gut flora actually has sleep-wake cycles. And what they recommend that we do is to have a full glass of water in the morning to kind of stimulate and wake up the gut. This is also important for your brain health. Your body needs water, especially your brain, to function correctly. And the other thing that's so important I tell all my patients is get on a good probiotic. Of course, talk to your doctor before you do so, but Anytime that we are on an antibiotic, it wipes out the bad and the good flora in our entire body. That's why some women end up getting yeast infections after they've been on an antibiotic because it wipes out the good bacteria, a good flora in their vaginal vault and causes them to, yeast is an opportunistic bug. So when you're healthy, bacteria that is normally keeping that yeast at bay is not there, then the yeast just go crazy. So a good probiotic is just good for everybody. Also, they have found that like 80% of our serotonin is produced in our gut. Now, if you haven't heard about serotonin, serotonin is that biochemical, it's a feel-good chemical helps to improve our mood and it helps us to manage anxiety. So things like depression and anxiety, they're actually looking at treating those with changing your gut flora, which is just crazy. But it shows you how important that flora of your gut is. Unfortunately, with all the chemicals that are put on our foods these days, the pesticides, insecticides, the even some of the fertilizers that we put on our food is just so unhealthy for us. It basically kills all that good bacteria, the healthy bacteria that we need. Those prebiotics and probiotics that we get from whole foods, fresh vegetables and fruit, it's missing in our food these days because of all of the highly processed foods that we eat and of all the pesticides and all the chemicals and the additives that we are putting on our food. It has robbed them and robbed the soil of the good microbes that we need. Getting on a good probiotic is just one easy step towards improving your gut health. Other things that I recommend is fresh fruits and vegetables. I cannot say it enough. We need these prebiotics and probiotics that are in those fresh fruits and vegetables. And if you can afford to get organic, that is the best. Just a little food for thought this week. I know that I have been struggling with this and hormonal imbalances and dealing with stress and all these things. And I bet some of you are also dealing with these same things. And I just felt like it was a good idea to share some of these practical tips with you about health, about sleep, about just being at peace and managing your stress and being healthy all around. 
All of these things go into us playing a part of making good decisions and taking ownership, which we talked about last week, with our health. But ultimately, God is God over all, and He has promised in Psalm 103 that He redeems our life from the pit of corruption. He beautifies, dignifies, and crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercy. And as I mentioned before, He satisfies our mouth, our necessity and desire at our personal age and situation with good, so that our youth is renewed like the eagles, soaring, overcoming, and strong. Isn't he good? Spend some time this week meditating on the goodness of God, and as you go for your walk outside, or just sit in a chair on your porch and just drink in some fresh air, think about his goodness. Think about his provision. Release your stress, your anxiety to him, and ask him to give you wisdom as you seek to be healthier, as you seek to take care of this temple that is his. Your body is the temple of the Lord's. I hope you found this interesting. I hope you found it informative. If you're interested in finding out more about functional medicine, which is what I'm diving into, talking about health and weight loss and hormonal balance and gut health, all these things, sleep and just overall well-being, please reach out to me. I will be offering some courses on this and I'd love to talk to you and chat with you about what some things what are some things that you would like to learn more about how I can help you in your journey towards health and I just want to be a blessing to you so reach out to me I hope you have a great rest of your week be blessed have you looked at your power bill lately I had no idea but consumer energy's prices have gone up 40 percent in the last three years. It's pretty scary when you think about it. Who knows what the ceiling is gonna be in energy costs? And that's why I wanna encourage you to reach out to Solar Bridge from Rapids. This company has been around for over 13 years and they are providing homeowners and businesses with Solar Grid so that they can then supplement the amount of electricity that they use and in some cases actually sell it back to the electric company. Once you have your solar grids installed, you can lock in your electricity rates for the next 25 years. That's a huge savings if you think about it. And there are also incentives to have solar grids installed in your home up to 30% of tax rebates. Wow, those are some big numbers. So reach out to Solar Grids Grand Rapids today at solargridsgrandrapids.com and ask them for a free consultation. They'll be happy to go over your current electricity bill with you and see if Solar Grids is a good fit for you. Solar Grids Grand Rapids not only services the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, but all of Michigan and actually the entire U.S. So no matter where you live, give them a call. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. 
the more that we get the word out, the more we can spread that joy and make a difference in our world. Thanks for joining in.